0: and that has really helped me a lot just to not have you know the post-it here and the notes there
1: (laughs) power to live more with joe dodds
0: welcome to the power to live
1: more podcast all about productivity organization well-being energy and resilience I'm Jo Dodds and I started this show back in 2016 to enable interesting people to share their stories about how they use their power to live more. And by that, I mean how they focus on productivity, organization, well-being, energy and resilience to enable them to do more of the stuff that they want to do and less of the stuff that they don't. After 241 shows, I've taken a pause from doing new interviews to reshare previous interviews. They were too good to not revisit. So please do bear in mind that this podcast might refer to events from the past as current or in the future, but rest assured that the stories, tips and advice shared by my guests continues to be pure gold. Hello, my name is Ellie Jodd and I'm co-presenter and today Joe's is interviewing Rebecca Foss, Gorgeous Geek. Rebecca and Joe met via LinkedIn when Rebecca got in touch to connect apps and said that she doesn't really listen to podcasts other than ours. Well, what, what could we do? Once we found out what Rebecca does, we had to get her on the show. Rebecca Forces is the founder of Gorgeous Geek, web designer and online business consulting. She builds professional websites for female coaches and entrepreneurs, guiding them on how to create websites, content and strategies that convert visitors into clients. She also supports female entrepreneurs with free techie tips and business inspiration in our online community, BizLadies. Back to the studio. Today I'm interviewing Vibeke Foss of Gorgeous Geek. Did I pronounce it right? Yes, that was perfect. <laughs> well, I did have a Norwegian au pair when I was young, so maybe maybe something happened.
0: <laughs> oh, well, that's why I picked up the good pronunciation. You did very well on the first try, which is more than most people. <laughs>
1: Apart from that, isn't true because my mum used to call her uh Aza, and I think it is it Orza, that name double A S E. Ah, yeah, awesome, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, that's a complicated mom, one, yeah, exactly. I so, won't complain anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so lovely to have you on the show, and actually, you've come about because we interviewed um, oh, I've just completely forgotten her name again, <laughs> Georgia,
0: Georgia, <laughs> Georgia,
1: Georgia, who was on the show uh, a few. Uh, probably months ago now and uh, so you started listening as a result and then you contacted me to say that you enjoyed the show and I invited you on and so if anyone's listening who wants to come on the show that that's a, g- a good thing to do <laughs> get in touch and yeah. you want find yourself on it <laughs> so yeah great to have you here
0: no oh, thanks for having me it was a really nice uh, uh, surprise to hear that you would consider interviewing me so I was like oh yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> lovely so start by telling us what what you do a bit about you what you do and where you do it because it's not actually in Norway is it?
0: <laughs> no it's it's not in Norway uh, it's been a while since I lived in Norway I am now in Barcelona in Spain and been living in quite a few countries before that but here it's where I plan to stay uh, I came here with the intention of staying and stop changing countries so the last <laughs> um, four years I've been running my own business Online And the last three I have been doing web design and online business consulting, mostly for female coaches and entrepreneurs to have my niche, as is the first thing I always ask my clients to as well, decide on a niche.
1: (laughs) Yes, and you have to do what you're telling your clients.
0: (laughs) Yes. So I'm helping them to build their websites. And uh, as part of that, it developed naturally to explain a bit how to connect with people online and how to prepare the content and the strategy on the website to really make people that come to visit the website to get your attention and turn them into customers. That that's kind of the thought behind the whole planning of the website, not just the technical part, but how you communicate with potential clients. Mm -hmm. So that is something that I'm very passionate about as well, which is why the online business consulting part jumped on because in the beginning I was like I'm spending so much time just talking not about technical things (laughs) (laughs) but about how it all works so yeah that's what I've been doing the last three years uh, helping other women get started online and just you know helping them a bit emotional support and that whole thing we go through
1: yeah lovely and you do that from Barcelona so are you because it's online working with people or potentially around the world do you work with people in Barcelona as well
0: I work with people, yes, from all over the world and not that many from uh, Spain or Barcelona itself. It's a mm-hmm. bit more now than last years, but they're mostly foreigners because I have not really approached the Spanish market for mm-hmm. various reasons. It's also having the website in two languages, more to the Caro and, uh, my, my language feels English, even though I'm Norwegian. The language I would like to communicate in is yeah. English. So mm-hmm. I have, I've stuck to that and, uh, Mm. Yeah, I like to be online. I like to have that freedom of not being in Barcelona and still everything can work out. Yes, work yeah. Work from anywhere, that that typical thing. Work from anywhere. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, well, you're proving that. So I, I was saying that uh, I, get, I must keep talking about this podcast being international because I've had guests from Australia and Canada and America and now Spain, or twice in Spain, haven't I? Yeah, and, um, yeah. Georgia's I think,
0: also in, in the yeah. south of Spain, yeah. Yeah, uh,
1: I think, is that where... Uh, I don't know who else I've had, but so yeah, so it's, it's I'm doing. Oh, and probably Scotland, and so yeah, so I'm doing well on the international front. I should push that a bit more, shouldn't I?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really amazing how people connect online yes. like this. You know, I mean, people connect. I knew Georgia. You had interviewed her, and before you know it, we're talking and. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, I really yeah. love that.
1: So you said you've been doing this for three years, and you've already talked about how you developed from just the website stuff to sort of the support side of things and the the positioning and so on. Um, so how why do you do what you do now? How have you sort of
0: ended up in this place, if you like? What what's the motivation for you? Well my motivation initially was actually running away from a not a very satisfactory job. Mm-hmm. I think very often when I do a change in my life, it's like, I don't want to be here. So I'm just going somewhere to go somewhere <laughs> else. And this was the case uh, that I was in a corporate job. My background is really being a personal assistant uh, for mm-hmm. upper management in corporate. And some tourism, I kept alternating between the two. You know, one is very exciting and badly paid. The other one is kind of comfort zone and well-paid. <laughs> <laughs> so my last two jobs, they weren't, you know, it's like, oh, you feel just, worn out and not valued enough and you just you know you're not going to work being content so the last job it was a really strange situation and i thought i don't even want to apply for a new job and maybe this will happen again i just don't have the energy and i decided to try to do something on my own which initially was Being an administrative consultant or virtual assistant, as some people will call it as well, because that's what I knew how what to do. I knew how to manage things. I'm very organized. I like to make things efficient. So that first year was basically just trying to figure out how to do that as a business and doing all the mistakes that everyone does: procrastinating, (laughs) fiddling around with my website, which for me was a good thing because I I spent so much time doing my website that the clients I did have that I did manage to attract with my little beginner skills, they started to ask me to help them with their websites. And that naturally just grew that more and more people <clears throat> asked me for that instead of all the admin support. I mean, I love to do admin support. I'm just, I'm, I'm good at it, but I enjoy more doing the websites. So eventually yeah. I, uh, yeah. I had a friend who wanted to be a business coach. So we did a little, um, like exchange of services, so to speak. So she was using me as a guinea pig <laughs> practice client and I made her website. And she got me quite on that track. like, what do you want to do if you could really choose and not worry about money and what's there? And said, so I would love to do website all the time. And she kind of managed to push me to just take that choice. Like, just do it.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, can I really <laughs> do something that is so enjoyable full time? Yeah, we're so used to in the employee mindset and how we grow up, maybe more in Northern Europe and other places, that everything has to be hard, you have to work hard for things and, you know, the the reward comes at the weekend. Yes. So yeah. it was a bit like, oh, I'm kind of allowed to do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I did it. I just like, okay, I'm going for it. I learned everything I had to learn, um, not just about making it pretty on the front end. It's all about having a safe website that doesn't disappear from one day to another or starts to look yeah. weird or get hacked and spammed. And there's so much stuff out there. So this was the part I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to learn it properly. So I took yeah. the courses I need to take. Mm-hmm. But the strength I realized after a while is, is uh, what people need from me, of course, it's the technical part. But what they need is someone they can communicate with. That I mm-hmm. can explain these technical things in a language they understand and have that female vibe that we have. It's like we get each other. Women get each other very often. If you have a good yeah. connection, that's what's important when people work together. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, no one asked me about my curriculum and my background and everything. Everyone's just like, yeah, I feel comfortable with you. And we go ahead. And this is what happens with my clients online as well. Just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you probably do as well. You attract people because they like the vibe and they like you. And they're like, yeah, let's work together.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
0: Don't worry about you having two diplomas or five diplomas, really. <laughs> no, exactly.
1: So given you work from home and given you work online and that's sort of all, always available and given you have international clients, so I guess time zones can play a part as well. How do you prioritize what you're doing in your work and in your life as well? How do you keep that yeah, sort of integration going
0: well from the beginning actually i got some very good advice that i managed to stick to it's really to manage the expectations of the client so how available you are and when Mm -hmm. Uh, because being a personal assistant sometimes the jobs require you to be available even out of office hours or work late when it suits the boss so i thought no so when i was reading online about boundaries and everything um, although it's been up and down but i always try to stick to i'm not available on weekends Mm-hmm. for clients i might work on weekends still but it's my auto office is there <laughs> that's why i like to i work for someone i know <laughs> that it's ex- <laughs> exceptional because maybe yeah. it's a website launch and yes i will work on that day
1: yeah
0: and uh, i try to keep my mondays doing my admin stuff prepare for the week do the marketing the invoicing so that in one way i kind of have three days that i'm not getting bombarded by emails and and mm-hmm. uh, well, messages on Facebook, basically, and mm-hmm. trying also to channel people not to write everywhere, but to keep it to email, because like people write on Facebook, some people manage to get hold of my private number, and then there's WhatsApp, some yeah. they're like on <laughs> Skype, and I'm like, guys, girls, like, can we all just write an email? <laughs> so it's all <laughs> <the> yeah. <laughs> so do you have particular working hours?
1: Do you have a way of sort of closing off the work to enable you to, to do other things? Do you have an office
0: door that you close? How does that work? I haven't been good at that until this year when I really realized I have to uh, make that difference. I mm-hmm. had periods when I'm quite good that I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to finish working by seven or eight, but it usually doesn't work. So this year I have much more volume and I had to discipline myself as well. So I work now. I sign up for a co working. So I'm there in the morning for six hours and it's the work ambience. So I, I work then and trying to keep my phone calls on anything that is interacting with people to the afternoon, because in the morning I like to do my coding and make, you know, the websites pretty. And that's work that I need to do without being interrupted all the time.
1: Mm. It's interesting. I think you're possibly the first person who's been on who works in a co-working space.
0: Tell us more about that, how that works. Um, Yeah, well, I was resisting. For For three years, I worked from cafes. But even that, it's going into a bit holiday mode during business hours. So, I, (laughs) um, well, we have a lot here in Barcelona. And I think worldwide, co-working spaces are growing so much because there are more entrepreneurs and more freelancers. Yeah, And eventually working from home. Uh, most of us have that pyjama problem, you know, that we work in our pyjamas until at least <laughs> five in the afternoon. And If I have a sign in my office that says everything's better in pyjamas, everything looks better yeah. in pyjamas.
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Maybe <laughs> well, not in a co-working space. <laughs> well, it works for a while. Maybe they'll have a PJ like co-working space. That would be cool. <laughs> Because it's, you know, you get a bit lazy about if you're not going to see anyone that day, but you also go a bit crazy in your head if you spend too much time on your own. And that's an experience most freelancers uh, share. I also have a meetup here in Barcelona for freelancers and and we meet in a cafe to work uh, twice a week. So that's something I did for quite a few years. Well, it still runs, but a little bit without me. Yeah. But the co-working space is just people like me and people who are working on their own. It's a place to feel that. It's like being at work, but the boss is not there, so it's quite enjoyable. <laughs> you have proper tables and chairs, and you have a community. You have activities going on. I I miss kind of the feeling of having colleagues have a bit of teamwork. It can get quite lonely when you yeah. work really, really on your own. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it does help on that, and there's a co-working space yeah. for each other person. I tried another one where everyone was very silent. That was was not what I was looking for.
1: <laughs> oh, that's interesting, yeah, then it's about finding the one that suits you, because I guess that's the thing, you have a choice. So as the customer, you're going to choose the one that works for you the best. Otherwise, why would you bother?
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, some people need just the structure. And the first one I went to was full of architects and people doing translations, and they just wanted silence. They didn't interact even in the breaks. Everyone seemed very introverted, and I'm like, I, I'm kind of introvert, but I mean, I'm not that much. Like, I talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> after a month, I was like, I can't do this. At least at yes. home, I had music and I had my my budgie at that time, so, you know, so I chat with my budgie. But there, <laughs> I felt I couldn't say a beep. And where I'm now, it's it's cool. It's much bigger. They have lots of stuff, and you can talk if you want to talk with people. If you don't want, that's okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some places are overly social. People say like, oh, I can't get work done because everyone's so interactive all the time. So it is yes. what you say. You have to find what suits you and your working style and what you're looking for really. Yeah. You yeah. Don't definitely. Work alone anymore from home. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's really
1: good advice. Thank you. So, what about getting stuff done? How do you make that happen? Do you?
0: How do you manage your tasks? I like to make lists, of course. Um, <laughs> and mm. I usually do it in the evening so that I don't work in my head uh, during my sleeping hours, which I tend to do if there's something that I haven't really solved. Yes. So but what happens, of course, sometimes I just start doing it instead of just putting it on the list. Uh, but it really helps just to get a clear mind and don't feel anxious about things that I haven't done. Yes. Uh, I put a time that I think I think is going to take this much time. It feels like I have a lot to do, but when I put in the time slots, thinking, yeah, I can get this done in eight hours if I work Mm -hmm. efficiently. So it just looks a lot. So for me to make the to do list with like an estimate timing helps. I have learned with the years as well that everything takes at least twice as much time as I think. So I'm now taking that into account. I was going to say That's when you like, said
1: you were writing how much time things take, I thought yeah. I always
0: uh, underestimate that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I still do the mistake. But another thing I learn, and I'm like, I succeed on these things like bit by bit. I think it's like practice. Like with meditation and with exercise, you're not going to be good at it right away. It's like whenever I have fallbacks, I'm like, okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> things get chaotic yeah. again. I'm like, okay, go back to your to your rules. Like make the to-do list. And even though it takes longer time for me, I try to finish that task before I start the next. Right. Okay. I so think I remember on fingers. one of your shows, I don't remember who said it, who said, no, I set a time, a time, and when that time is up, I go to the next ta- task, whether it's finished or not. For me, it's opposite. I just want to get it off my list because then it's off my mind.
1: Mm-hmm. Even though I yeah. just did
0: three, out or six tasks, at least it's it's kind of calming. That's like, okay, it's, it's done. It's not six things pending in my head. No. It's three. No. Yes. A little bit of guilt yeah. and three, but I prefer that too. <laughs> Lots of guilt and six chaos.
1: Yeah. Okay. So gorgeous geek. What are your top three tools or
0: apps? (laughs) Yeah. I really love an app called Todoist. So do I. That's my preferred. Yes, you know it. Yes. 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 I started doing that after reading a book by David Allen that I think is quite known called Getting Things Done. Yeah. I mean, ironically, I didn't finish the book. Because I got stuck on that chapter of reorganizing my office and systems. But even just getting <laughs> to the part when he said, you know, have all your to do's in one place, not just the business to do's, but like the list of books to reads, or movies to watch or things to shop. Yeah. So now, you know, the phone, I always have it with me. It's not, I don't really live a lifestyle where I leave the phone at home very often. So it's it's a place I just put in whatever comes to my mind. If it's blog ideas, if it's just random things, it's like always goes into that. And that has really helped me a lot just to not have, you know, the post-it here and the notes there. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, It's funny, I often talk to people, I I'm in a choir, so I have sort
1: of quite a lot of older people that I talk to and they'll say can you do blah blah and I go yes okay and I grab my phone and I just yeah. chuck it into Todoist and yeah. um I, I can see them looking at me like oh you never put your phone down you know what, what are you doing you texting someone
0: <laughs> and yeah. I was thinking you know, this is
1: how things get done you know
0: <laughs> yeah exactly Well sometimes I tell people as well like sending an email to myself also works depending you know what it is yeah it's really yeah. urgent an email to sell so it was yeah. like okay like I'm not ignoring you I'm putting in your it's like I'm thinking about you not looking at you but I'm Adding it to my list of things that actually will get done—not <laughs> just say I'm gonna do it, but getting it done. Yeah, so I can relate to that. Yes,
1: yeah. Lovely. So to-doist and um, a tick to for me. The well. next one uh, is Toggle.
0: It's a time tracker. Oh, okay. I have heard of it. I haven't used it. Tell us more. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I tried to use it for like two years, and I never really did it properly until. Uh especially the last year and this year, the volume of work has increased and it's like, okay, where does my time go? I think I do a lot, but then I don't. So I did track for a few days and I managed and I realized that I spent a much more time on social media, of course, than I thought I did. It's all the moments I just pop in, just reply to a comment, blah, blah, blah. And I thought i had worked really hard one day and realized I only had actually worked four real hours of real work, like four clients. And I was like, okay, this can't be that I think I worked a full day, but it was only four hours. On the Mm -hmm. other hand, I was thinking maybe in the office where we never tracked the time, maybe I only worked two hours, but no one noticed that because you sit in the chair for eight. <laughs> so after that it was like a wake up call thing okay i really have to track now how much time i spend on everything how much time on social media how much time on the admin how much time on each part of the project so the website and getting my stuff together so now this uh, this year i managed to really just click it for everything even when i take a break i just track the whole thing the whole thing is of course now to analyze a bit of data i haven't gotten that far but it keeps me more disciplined well, i see sometimes I... like hmm, why did i spend seven hours on today and you look through the list and you're like oh that wasn't good i was like okay okay that was fine but yeah sometimes it's like hang on how did facebook ended up being one and a half hour when i thought i was there for 20 minutes
1: yeah That's i read an article thinking. this week from a, <laughs> a woman who said for the last three years she's been tracking her time um every day and just that, she says, has made her massively productive exactly for the reasons you said. So without doing a lot of analysis, she's yeah. found things like she, I don't know, she realized she she always thought she didn't have time to read, but then she realized she was spending an hour a day reading, but huh. she was reading like rubbish, you know, like a newspaper or a magazine or whatever. And so she, ah. once she realized she was doing that, she used the hour to read a proper book. Um,
0: yeah.
1: And, you know, things like she started going to the gym one more time a week, because she didn't think she could go four times a week, but she found some pockets of time once she started tracking it. So it's interesting you should say that. Perhaps I should give it a go. I think it sounds really, really impactful, even if you don't, as you say, analyze it, even if you just have the discipline of doing it.
0: Yeah, it does help. I mean, I don't do a big analysis, but I do look through the day when I hmm. maybe have felt that I've been wasting some time or I think, okay, how am I doing? Because I think I've been really productive to see, it was, is it true what I feel? Yes. And sometimes yes, sometimes not, but it's really just looking at the day and thinking I've been working for seven hours, so I track my time for seven hours. Mm-hmm. What, re- mm-hmm. what happened really in those seven hours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like just keeping an eye on yourself. I mean, you're you're trying to be your own boss all the time. Yeah. sometimes even the boss is flaky. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. it's good to have some apps to help you out there too. Exactly. So you're not getting away with this. No, exactly. And is there another one? There is the last one. Uh, I like a uh, tool called Soho invoicing. That okay, really yeah. helped me save a lot of time and also a bit of agony of uh, uh, invoicing. I mean, it's it's easier just to put everything in there. In the beginning, of course, I numbered my invoices myself and sometimes I just got it wrong. So I have a couple of invoices with the same number. Then I got some trouble with <laughs> like <laughs> then my uh, accountant is like, there's a gap here, like where are these invoice numbers? And I was like, well, I just did some correction. Ah, oh, it was a mess. So having this <laughs> system, at least, the numbers get in the order automatically. I don't need to think about it. The VAT here in Spain, we have to add VAT and then we have to subtract also the income tax, which is like a minus, a lot of systems can't do that. Yeah. And also it can, charge automatically i do website maintenance for some of my clients that uh, the web design is finished and it's just maintaining it healthy it's like a little baby you know it needs needs pampering after even launch Mm -hmm. and that's because it just it charges them automatically every month it sends the bill every month and i don't need to do anything it just goes on its own and uh, i need to create the invoices of course but it's just I had an Excel before and it's like all the back and forth and putting it in and checking it and then doing the PDF. I was like, oh God, this mm-hmm. one, they can pay online my clients. And also when they don't pay, I always feel that it's uncomfortable to ask clients or to remind them to pay the invoice because we yeah. work together very closely. And it's a sensation of friendship with many of my clients because it's, mm-hmm. it's a big project with something that's very important to them for a long time. And it's like, uh, I don't want to talk about invoices and forgotten invoices i do yeah. it but it's never comfortable and then that ends up on me not reminding them but the system does this automatically
1: yes yeah no, that sounds so good so i like that
0: too that it's uh, it's kind of delegating it to the machine to tell my clients like hey it's been overdue for so and so many days and but mm-hmm. they know it's an automatic reminder that it's, yeah. it's not me sitting there uh, with resentment and empty account <sighs>
1: it's funny you should say that i always think the same when i've had my account stuff i used to have a business a magazine publishing business so i was forever chasing invoices and i used to exactly think that i I want it to chase automatically and for people to know it's automatic rather than it's me (laughs) But actually it sort of shouldn't matter should it if people are due to pay you we should just you know be happy to ask but uh, i can exactly see how that helps (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know it's it's uh, money is always a bit uncomfortable. Well, depending yes. on, on what you're used to, but it's uh, yeah.
1: it's the whole money
0: yeah. mindset uh, that uh, a lot of women seem to struggle with, maybe more mm-hmm. than men.
1: Yes, yeah, maybe so. so. Yeah.
0: One way I had you know, also my process of that or really charging what I need to charge and not to be scared to tell people like you need to pay this and that and whenever Mm -hmm. there's extra things so it's uh yeah the the small tools that just takes off I mean practically but also kind of the emotional part it's like yeah I don't need to I don't need to I mean that can be something on the side like as if you have a an assistant doing the thing so chasing up contracts and things that needs to be signed and paid so that you can really work on the Connection you have with the client because that's the thing I don't want the connection I have the client to kind of be oh, <laughs> mudded up with having to talk about what maybe is uncomfortable or not you never know yes. why the client didn't pay sometimes it's just they forget it most of the time but yeah yeah um, sometimes yeah. maybe they have economical problems and you just like we don't <laughs> yes. want you to don't necessarily know. <laughs> no.
1: Right. I don't know. That's the thing. Just <laughs> I just wanted
0: to go automatically. And that works really well now. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I have cool. nice clients. I've never had problems with invoices in general. It's just no. No.
1: not
0: not having to think about it. It makes uh, you manage to focus on what you really want to do.
1: Yes, exactly. So that's a, that includes some sort of automation. What about um, outsourcing or having people to help you? Do you, do you get anyone to help you to um, do whatever you need to do? You <laughs> talked about an accountant, <laughs> I, didn't you?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I have an accountant uh, and that's, thank God, because I, I really don't, I'm, I like numbers in general. I just don't get the tax system thing. There's, in Spain, I think they make it particularly complicated because yeah. you can hardly have a business and do it on your own. You will yeah. make mistakes and then you'll get fines. So I've been through all of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'd rather pay my accountant all this money instead of the fines. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> At least I don't need to worry about it. But I had to laugh when I saw your question because my kind of word for this year is to ask because uh, I am one of these people I try to do everything myself and I can do everything myself because I'm I'm a learner kind yes. of I like to learn new things yeah but it takes time I mean I'm not getting paid to learn half of the stuff sometimes I can get more paid because I learn things I can then do but this year I really want to ask for help like delegate more I have some programmers and graphic designers that help me out Mm -hmm. but this is something I need to grow to have a little pool of people that I know that okay when I get much more I have to be ready and not start to look for people when the volume gets up I have to have the people ready so that I don't do like a screening process of people because I find it hard to delegate mostly because I want everyone I want to do it as well as I do and the way I do it. Yeah, mm, yeah. That's not easy. <laughs> I want <laughs> no. the high standard. I want the communication to go well. And yeah. uh, I'm yeah. a bit hesitant there. So thinking good that you asked that question because it's really something yeah. I want to learn this year is to delegate and trust people and work with people that you can have a, a relationship yeah. with over time yeah. and kind of collaborate with. I just did a, an,
1: another podcast interview before
0: coming on to speak to
1: you and um, Gary was saying exactly that, that, you know, it's good to do it, but it's really hard to let go. And it and it's the thing about mm. wanting people to do it exactly as you would normally do it. And that's sort of the, the hurdle we have to get over, isn't it? That, that once we've let go uh, and actually benefited from getting other people involved and realised that they can help us to provide a better service all round, that actually it makes it a lot easier to do. Yeah.
0: a lot easier to ask mm-hmm. i delegated a few things this year like practicing with small things and it's so nice and sometimes mm-hmm. they do it better mm-hmm. than i would have done so i was like oh good good this is good for my <laughs> <Yes>.
1: yeah <laughs> my yeah. anxiety think, <laughs> yeah and i think starting starting small and as you say seeing the benefit and then expanding from yeah. there is definitely definitely
0: helpful exactly just yeah. to feel that yeah, yeah there are yeah. things that people actually do better than me. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's nice. To know. Yeah. It's like, so yeah.
1: You said, you said that's good for your health. So that was a very good segue into the next section. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us about how you keep yourself healthy for your business.
0: Yes. I, one thing I really enjoyed after being a uh, free freelancer, uh, having my own business is the freedom to really listen to what my body needs. Yeah. And for me, it's just like if I need to sleep eight hours, I sleep eight hours. I might work late some evenings because I get into a good workflow. So spend that time thinking if I'm in a good workflow, I'm not going to stop because I have to wake up early. I'd rather take advantage of that good moment when you feel like, yeah, this is, you know, everything's just working out. And then sleep out in the morning and eat when I'm hungry and have a nap when I need to sleep. And for me, it was just like, wow that makes me just, my whole body feels so much better. Mm, and mm. I realized as well after a year, even like in the beginning, you always have kind of the anxiety about money and is it going to be enough money? And I remember after the first year, I was thinking, okay, I have another kind of problem than I had when I worked. But when I used to work, I would wake up in the morning, sometimes with this sensation of a bit of, like of dread. No, you don't want to wake up. You don't want to go to work, but you have to. Yeah. And I woke up some mornings and I think like, I haven't had that feeling for ages. And it was so strange because it was such a part of just how things are mm-hmm. to go to work and not necessarily either just not having slept enough or having some things you need to do with or people you need to deal with during the day. That's just like, eh, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> like someone says like oh please don't make me adult today you know and you yes. just have to I love yeah. that quote so for me it's been a really great I just feel it's like that's what I need I need to give mm. my body what it needs and at the same time I got bit I into vacation mode so I have to watch it a bit like you're tired sometimes but sometimes you're fake tired yeah so depending how not well you know your body if i have a task i don't want to do my body's like oh you're tired you should have a yeah. nap and like i know i'm not tired i have, like conversation with self like you slept eight hours yeah yeah <laughs> you're fine <laughs> you're just trying to trick me into sleeping now because you don't want to make a decision about this or that or maybe you know <laughs> yes yeah there's it's so interesting it's,
1: I, I am, I, I, I am. I've been having some flashbacks you've just reminded me I hadn't really thought about it but uh, I've been doing some training videos these last couple of weeks and I am um, procrastinating a bit on on doing them and um, I keep do- having exactly that I normally stay up really late and I've been having nights where I've thought oh I'm so tired I think I should go to bed and start again fresh in the morning and the flashback yeah. is when I was doing my O-levels, you know, my, my exams when yeah. I was 16, I'd get the books out to do a bit of cramming the night before. And I'd go, oh, I'm so tired. And they say not to cram the night before. I'd better just go to bed and get a
0: good night's sleep.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was just procrastination.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was like sometimes it's really hard. I had a friend of mine saying, but do you really know when your body kind of lies to you? And I was like, yes, I have learned the last years. I mean, I'm really interested in the self-development, and I heard about biofeedback, and I was like, yeah, just really learning to listen to your body, which I had to as well because I had migraines, and then I realized I can avoid the migraine because the signs are there. I just ignore them. (laughs) And all these small things thinking, yeah, I have learned to know when it's fake and not.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: And it's like when my body says you need sugar, I was like, yeah, really? I know that's a lie, almost always. (laughs) <laughs> and okay. Sleeping okay. is difficult, eh? <laughs> So what so, about um,
1: relaxation? You um you talked. I think you said you go cycling.
0: Do you cycle? Uh, well, I I use the bicycle as a means of transport. We have these city bikes here in Barcelona, and you know, with the nice weather and the city is flat, you can get anywhere. You just pick up a bike on one of the stations and go somewhere. Yeah. So it's not really well. I like it. It's relaxing because I really don't like to take the metro, where it's like people are crammed into either a freezing cold or a sweating warm kind of tube. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, what I do like is really to read. I read whenever I can. Like um, Mm -hmm. before bedtime when I eat, I wouldn't eat without reading a book. It's just, Mm -hmm. oh, it's so, it's like, unusually quite easy reading books. It's like when people watch series, you just want something kind of, you don't need to think. Too much. Yeah. The typical yeah. love story that I'm like sometimes almost like, yeah, maybe I should hide the cover of this one, but it's just <laughs> <laughs> so nice that something has a predictable ending. <laughs> you know, the guy's gonna kill <laughs> the girl, and you're like, oh, everything's gonna be happy. <laughs> ending yeah. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to go dancing more. I do salsa and bachata. That's really relaxing for the mind because you're just so in the moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, really spending time with the right people yeah I have a good conversation and well for me it's getting out of my head I'm very much in my head and I want to get out of it yes yeah you know, it's not yeah. not easy on my own because it takes a so long <laughs>
1: yeah I was talking to me today about how um I've come to the conclusion I don't really like small talk I, I like those you know sort of decent exactly. meaningful conversations that you have with people but if it's just about the weather I'm not sure I can be bothered so much <laughs>
0: I know. I'm really good at avoiding that. And I was like, no, no, I'm not talking to people. Talk about the weather. I mean, you can do this. So I'm opening if you don't know each other. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but yeah.
0: No, you feel so good when you go away from a conversation and it really fulfilled you. That is worth it. It yeah. gives you something. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, do I go away from this conversation or person with energy or with less energy?
1: Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. Um, you talked about... Uh, Personal development and reading as well. What about um, resources, recommended books or podcasts? Oh no, podcasts You don't really listen. You recommend this one. Well, I listen,
0: <laughs> yeah, I listen to yours. I listen to yours. I really like uh, every advice I hear, and you know, it's it's very inspiring. No, I don't. Well, I read some books, like I read the uh, you know the, um, the Getting Things Done. Uh, I read some business books like The Hundred Dollar Startup. Uh, that was just in the beginning, but in general now with all the Facebook groups that I am in, and I have also my own, you get a lot of advice there from, of course I'm in groups that are mostly women, women also starting up businesses and we share the typical achievements and struggles and how do you do this? And how do you deal with that? Mm-hmm. And just like, by- looking at all these conversations which is probably why my time tracking sometimes go a bit highway it's like oh yeah how is she dealing with this and you're like yeah let's make a comment on what i gonna write oh look at what they wrote (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot of very good resources also because I work with coaches so just talking to my clients and even just reading their websites it's a constant uh, source of positive information and I follow them on Facebook I don't have news on the Facebook my Facebook is just full of motivational quotes and people who wants to improve so for me one way are just opening Facebook and my private page mm-hmm. and the, the wall just yeah. getting bombarded with all this yeah <laughs> think positive. don't spend um. your time on this and think about that And yeah so yeah. we'll see um, I would like to listen to more podcasts actually I just mm-hmm. haven't really figured out where to put it in
1: well, I can recommend a good podcast app, which is Overcast, um, which is what mm-hmm. I use. Um, and I like oh, it yeah? because you can speed up your podcasts if you want to listen to oh. things quicker, which means you can listen to more in less time. Oh, <laughs> Apart right. from you can't speed me up because it's – well, I don't think you can. I can't, I can't listen to myself on double time. <laughs> I talked too <so> quick <laughs> already. Yeah. Um, and, but also the thing I particularly like about it is if you listen to a, um, a podcast and there's a particular part of the podcast that you like and you want to share, it'll actually share a timestamp of exactly where you are in the podcast. You know, so if you want to share it on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, oh. it allows you to do that, which I think is really, really good. Um um, I'm, I don't do that often, but I do tend to share podcast episodes quite often when I've found a really yeah. good one that I've enjoyed. So, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. OK, I'll check that out because it's it's, you know, I think, yeah, maybe I should just walk a bit more instead of going on the bike and listen to things because yes. I, I do enjoy yeah. it. It's, yeah. well, I guess it's go back to that work life balance. Um, yeah, just exactly. to Find a place where it's natural yeah. to have it. and. Um, mm-hmm. So what
1: about um, routines and rituals do you have any that you particularly do and follow to get stuff done or to feel good about yourself or whatever
0: yeah well I'm quite routiney with certain things uh, Mm -hmm. in the morning definitely to get a good start so I do (laughs) I meditate for 15 minutes um, which sometimes work really well and sometimes it's just sitting there waiting for it to finish but it still helps me (laughs) yes it's funny, because even if I felt like, yeah, did I manage to stop my mind for even a second i don't know, but the rest of the day somehow it still affects how I deal with things and how much more I feel in control yes. of yeah. busy days and especially days when you feel the meditation really worked. Everyone's around you trying to stress you out, and you just totally zen yeah. like <laughs> i that, I mean, it doesn't happen often, but I think if I keep meditating, maybe I'll have that state more often. All the time. That no one can get you out of that calm state of mind that you're in, that you just feel peaceful with yourself and everything is under control and people are running around and you're just like, can't affect me. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. 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 I drink a glass of water because uh, my health coach clients told me that that was very healthy. Um, yes. I keep forgetting to putting the lemon in it, which I'm supposed to do apparently. So... <laughs> Uh, do a bit of a stretch because, of course, sitting on the computer that much, I try to do a bit of like opposite movement stretch. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, having my fruit and yogurt breakfast, trying to eat healthy, also coming a bit up and down. I have periods I eat super healthy and then I get busy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my uh, my plan is, and I think it will work one day, because it's, it's working a little bit more than last year, is to really just create, like make all the food on Sunday, big batch of something tasty, put it mm-hmm. in the freezer and something you can com- combine with different things during the week, of course. So you don't need to eat, you know, uh, stir fry for seven days. But <laughs> one day you can add, uh, I don't know, some couscous to something. One day you can add chicken. One day you can add different yeah. things. Yeah. But, yeah, trying to keep healthy. it's uh, I do find it a bit challenging sometimes because yeah. it's hard with the business when it really is overwhelming and you get lots of one time. It's just pizza and pasta and pasta. Uh, like
1: yeah um, it does take a bit of effort doesn't it It's so
0: good and I feel I deserve it because I work so hard and then (laughs) then I feel a bit bad
1: afterwards (laughs) so what about if you have a bad day what about if things don't go right does 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 the meditation help sufficiently or (laughs) do you have other other ways of dealing with
0: it uh yeah I'm not sure if what I deal with is the best advice it's more like don't do what I do because sometimes I think like oh bugger like (laughs) some days it's just not gonna work And I know that when I'm in a good productive mode, I can work twice as efficient. Sometimes I just give myself a break and go to bed and watch series. Not the whole day, but I would like, vale, I'm going to take a two hour break and do not work and try to get myself out of that mindset. Because I try to work when I'm in the wrong mindset and I can push through and I can, but it's like I don't feel that that's the only solution. Because I don't feel good. I want to feel good when I work, especially as I like what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, you that, did you realize then that
1: did you realize then a little bit of Spanish crept in?
0: Oh yeah. Uh did you, Manana, you said ballet, that, which is okay, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah yes, that's true. <laughs> uh it took me uh, actually a while to understand why they don't just say okay like the rest of the world. Yes, they say ballet. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's quite a, an international word, okay, isn't it? But yes, I, I had a, a Spanish au pair when I was young, so uh, she spent her whole life going, ballet, 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 benga, whatever that I means. Know. Whatever that means.
0: <laughs> I know, venga, it's like, come on, come on, yeah, <laughs> go for it.
1: Those are the only two Spanish words I knew for years.
0: <laughs> well, well, go a long way. Eh? Uh, most people come here and they know the cerveza, una cerveza. Yes,
1: oh yeah, I know that too. So, What about on a day when you end the day knowing that you've had the chance to live more and by that I I mean, you know, do more of the stuff you want to do and not the stuff that you feel you should do or you have to do? What what will you have done? What does that day look like? Uh,
0: Yeah, I have that visualized quite clear. Um, I really would like to manage my business more as a manager and work less in the business. Mm Just wake up in the morning and be relaxed and just check in with everyone to make sure everyone has the information they need to have and that I have received information I need to keep delegating a bit. Which goes back to learning how to ask a little bit for help and get that started so that I can just focus on doing what I really enjoy to do. And that is actually doing the coding of the website to put it up after we've been through with the clients, all the decisions about what the design is going to look like and what they want on the website. For me, that's the part that's like, okay, now I can get down to it and go into my total geek world and just sit there and put it together without having to make decisions anymore about, oh, what do I think that this person likes? You know, it's kind of a bit of a yes you have to be a bit of a mind reader sometimes and every person is different so what i like they not always like so it's a little talking and i'm so happy when i'm just finished with all this and we're both happy and i just need to put it together (laughs) (laughs) and that's like oh yeah that's what i want to do that's what i want to do all day and i will definitely have a person doing my social media which um is the part that just takes up too much time
1: yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. so I like the idea, as you said, of um having visualised it and uh, be working on that happening, and and adding in your ask for this year, so that uh, that's starting to happen. So uh, Ooh, thank you yeah. for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. So it's been it's been great interviewing you and um finding out uh your perspective on on uh, the five S's and uh, and. That, and great to hear that you're enjoying the, the podcast and uh, you, you've definitely listened because you've name checked or at least point checked a few things. So I do know that you have listened. So how can people find out more about you and connect with you?
0: Yeah, uh, they can of course find me on my own website, which is uh, gorgeous-geek.com. And uh, knowing how to spell gorgeous is a part of the <laughs> process, but uh, I think you will provide a link as well, Joe, underneath I will in yeah. the podcast. Otherwise, uh, Facebook is the easiest way. I have a group there, especially if you're a female entrepreneur called Biz Ladies. That's a place where I'm active every day and it's a place where it's just easy to reach out and get to know a bit what I do and get some free technical tips, be able to ask some questions about online business and technical stuff as well and connect with other female entrepreneurs who are really going through that same process of getting started with a business or already in business. So... Otherwise I'm on the social media platforms, basically all of them by now, but uh, you find links to that on on my website. The Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ladies group is really where it's easier to have a more personal connection with me and just see what's going on. So video challenges and Mm -hmm. so we do this. And so the the
1: direct link to that or the easiest way to find that?
0: Yes, uh, I think, let's see, it's facebook.com-groups-bisladies. Yes, that's what it is. Cool. I could never it's remember what my, my... Is. <laughs> No, at least you could change the name from that numbered thing we had before. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Lovely, thank you so much for joining me. I've really enjoyed it. Me too, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it, it's been fun. Thank you. Stop feeling stuck and overwhelmed.
1: Join Power to Live More Calm Membership today and make an investment in your future. The Power More Calm membership is designed for coaches and consultants struggling with the pressures of running a home-based business. You get access to our supportive community including weekly Zoom calls, accountability, learning materials teaching you online marketing, audience building, income generation and all sorts of other things you need to run your home-based business with ease, along with materials like templates, checklists and planners to keep you motivated, organised and productive. To learn more about the Power to Live More Calm membership programme and apply, visit powertolivemore.com slash get calm. Use your power to live more.